0: The disciples always asked Jesus for the revolution, but Jesus described another one on this episode of Inverse.
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse.
0: Imagine government using its force and using full force, taxes, the death penalty, incarceration. Imagine using those tools in the church. How would that look? We're going to look at that, look at revolutions and, and, and these kind of motifs from the Bible on this episode of Inverse. Welcome. Uh, I want to welcome each one of you and welcome you guys out there, and we're going to talk about some of these these themes that we've been talking about. This is the last episode on education, mm-hmm. and we talked mm-hmm. about incarceration and, and arrest. I mean, how do these things all come together? And this episode is called The Revolution of Jesus Christ, The Revolution of Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Uh, we're going to ask, Israel, can you pray for us, and we'll get into the Bible afterwards.
2: Father in heaven, within the heart of every individual, a war rages, and there needs to be a new throne established in each of our lives. And we pray, Lord, that this revolution of Jesus would take place in every person around this table, the people that are participating at home.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So we ask for your presence and your blessing now to make this happen in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 amen.
0: Our starting verse is in Matthew chapter 6. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 6, if I can get there, verse 25
3: to 34. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan, if you can read that for us. Yes. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble.
0: Thank you, Jonathan. This passage is found in the, the Sermon on the Mount, mm. which in many ways is kind of like Jesus's constitution for mm. the new kingdom of, of, of heaven. Uh, we've been looking at a lot of topics uh, this quarter. We've been looking at education, And we've said it uh, episode after episode, just to make sure that there is no misunderstanding uh, for those of you who are participating with our conversation, that we're not talking about academics, we're not talking about school, we're not Mm -hmm. talking about degrees, but we're talking about a new way of thinking, a new way of approaching uh, wisdom Mm -hmm. and faith. In many ways, we're talking about salvation, but even living out the principles of salvation in daily life. And uh as I said in top of my and in the teaser at the top of the show, uh the disciples wanted revolution. They Mm -hmm. wanted military revolution and but Jesus had a different revolution Mm -hmm. in mind. I I wanna ask you, maybe just open it up uh for the for the three of you, uh we've covered a lot of topics. Mm -hmm. What have been your favorite topics thus far? Some some episodes of merit uh worthy of mention that uh, maybe have challenged you personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this quarter has definitely challenged me, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I, I just want to hear from my brothers. We'll start from Jonathan
3: we'll end with Sebastian. <laughs> uh, what do you remember sure. from these 13, or last last 12 weeks, I should say? Um, I've been really blessed by the study that we did uh, more in the beginning on the fact that God is our Creator mm-hmm. and how that affects my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really penetrates every aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, recognizing uh, that God is my Creator and that I can be acquainted with Him uh, has been, had really had a profound impact. Awesome, awesome. Genesis 1 and 2, I yes. think we were looking at. Okay, Israel?
2: I think the top two uh, moments that, for me, impacted me the most was the one on the Good Samaritan. We talked about mm-hmm. loving others or unselfishness, underlying yes, true good. development. Mm-hmm. That, I, I, you know, I sense that in my life that's something that clearly is an ideal that I need to reach, I want to reach, but I'm far from. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that really impacted me was the one that we talked about, where we talked about Adventist education. Mm-hmm. It just, yes. the solemnity of the mission that we have as Seventh-day Adventists in mm-hmm. educating our young people mm-hmm. uh, really sunk in.
0: And I want to take some time to really uh, say thank you to Israel uh, for those of you who have been watching, we want to encourage you, if you haven't already, to follow our Inverse Bible Study Guides on the topic of education by going to inversebible.org and there you'll see the entire last 12 to 13 weeks and 13 week uh, Bible Study Guides. And Israel was the primary contributor. He was the author for these episodes. And so, if these are have been very, uh, if they've been a blessing to your life, it is because God has blessed them and if they didn't benefit you at all, it's all His fault. And he's the reason why <laughs> (laughs) Uh, that you're you're in confusion. But that being said, all all, uh, joking aside, we do appreciate his contribution and the challenge that uh, he has presented before us. We also want to encourage you to, if you get a chance to read a book called Education by the author Ellen G. White. And it Mm. talks about these principles and goes a lot deeper, of which the study guides really, really just skim the surface Mm -hmm. and uh, allow even more deeper reflection upon. Uh, Sebastian, what are some things that you remember from this quarter?
4: Among the the, the greatest personally impacting um, episodes, I would say, was the one on the sanctuary, Mm. really considering the the burden that God bears in terms of our sins Mm -hmm. and also dealing with the injustices in the world. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that I, by nature, have a more activistic um, approach to life. I like to be very hands-on and involved in something that I'm very passionate about and that I want to see through to the very end. And injustice is something I grew up around, have mm-hmm. seen a lot of. My parents, my grandparents suffered a lot of injustices. And so uh, to me, the sanctuary really personally caused me to sit back and, and recognize that my burden is, is not so much focusing on the end of these situations, but am I going to look like Jesus when all this is over? Mm-hmm. Um, am I going to be able to be a reflection of God? Am I fulfilling His purpose in my mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. But also as I grapple with my sins on my journey to that, I need to give that burden to him, yeah. and recognize that God is willing to bear the burden and the cost for us to have a relationship mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And I need to be able to depend upon that. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. This this quarter has been a personal, has um, been very personal to me. Uh, after graduating university for four years, uh, I was working at Harvard University getting to get into medical stem cell research, mm-hmm. and I wanted to get into the prestigious institutions of the world. And it was in that one year when I was also doing campus ministry at the same time where these two worlds were actually just so anti-each other, Uh, not only in terms of content. One was atheistic, one was theistic, but also in terms of character, Mm. where one was a small group of people just wanting to know God's will and studying on on Tuesday night and really see, and just just the epitome of of goodness, you know, Mm. just purity goodness simplicity and peace and happiness and and i mean i'm, I'm making it sound more more you know fluffy <laughs> than Topian. it is but it, it was it was actually a, a, a an hour of solace in the week right and then going into this a hospital at harvard medical and you know where where you you lived there you lived in boston for a while in charlestown mm-hmm. And then just, you know, this was the world's best. This was right. the elite of society and just being miserable the whole time and just yeah. encountering hubris. after I and mean, there were some great people there as well. Mm-hmm. But just institutionally, just we are the best of the world. And that, not, not, not criticizing that, mm-hmm. but that having an effect on me and, mm-hmm. and my reaction to that. And so I just remember having this, just the two worlds grinding at mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. And uh, this quarter has been kind of almost an articulation of of that grinding after all mm-hmm. these years. Mm-hmm. Um, and and God bless both both worlds, you know. And the yeah. Lord the Lord have mercy on both worlds. But uh, it's, it has been a very 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 b- a big blessing in, in studying these 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 uh, principles of of, of education. We read Matthew chapter 6. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the revolution, uh, as Israel has articulated, what is the revolution that Jesus has mm-hmm. in mind for, for us, Israel?
2: Well, it's clear in verse 33 that Jesus has an end goal, that He came with, to this world with a mission, and that that mission was well defined in his mind. And it says there in verse 33, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, Mm -hmm. and all these things will be added unto you. Mm -hmm. When when Jesus came to this world, He had in mind a revolution, the establishment of a new government, the establishment of a new kingdom, and the breaking down of the current kingdom. Mm. And so, when we think about Jesus, we rarely think about Him. In some cases, we fail to think of Him as a revolutionary. And then in other cases, we tend to misunderstand what it means to be a revolutionary. Mm-hmm. So some people will paint Jesus like another, you know, uh, political figure. Mm-hmm. He came and he was going to establish his own kingdom. And and others just think of him as this, you know, docile individual who had no backbone. And the reality is that neither of those things are true. Jesus came. He had a, He had a mission in mind to establish a kingdom. Yet how he establishes a new kingdom mm-hmm. is incredibly intelligent and extremely forceful, yet at the same time, paradoxically, not forceful. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point. How does he establish it? He says, in order for me to establish my kingdom, I have to establish it in the mind and in the heart of every individual. It needs to grow, blossom like a seed.
4: And think about, think about the profundity of the fact that every other revolutionary in history, they needed to be physically present, right, to persuade mm-hmm. and to convince, right, and to bring a certain charisma right? To say like, we're going to take down the Russians or we're going to take down whoever, <laughs> right? And so it's like, yes, right. We're going to rise up against these people or the slave revolts, even in America, right? Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen mm-hmm. hundreds, 1800s. And in all of these circumstances, yes, these people had to be present in order for that to happen. But you don't see Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. still converting people years later, mm-hmm. right? You don't see Charlemagne or Napoleon still bringing people in mm-hmm. versus for Christ, this lowly rabbi, From some obscure village, right, to this day, Mm -hmm. thousands of people pledge their life allegiance and money and power and all that I am and all that I have to this individual who is no longer walking on the earth. Which goes to show the fact that the depth of the revolution that Christ was establishing Mm -hmm. through the principles, what he's teaching, for example, here is the fact that the things of this world are all these things, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever is here, God's just gonna add that, right? The thing that we're seeking is something that is out of this world that's coming in to undermine and to basically tear down all this, the, the the principles by which this world operates. Mm-hmm. And that makes it radical and revolutionary, which at the extreme is a martyr, mm-hmm. right? But even in the 21st century, it's just a committed college kid that's like, I'm going to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and therefore that revolution lives, mm. right? Even in that person. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. When we come back after the break, I want to take these revolutions. I want to boil them and get the water and see what at the core of the revolution of Jesus and the revolutions that these worlds propose and how they're different from each other. So, stay with us.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, Join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion.
0: we are looking at the topic of revolutions, revolutions of education. <laughs> That's what we're kind of <laughs> talking about. Yeah. Uh, the, we, we've been talking about the revolution of Jesus. And mm-hmm. in some ways, Jesus was the revolutionary. The, he wasn't revolutionary against the Roman Empire, as the disciples thought he was. But he was a revolution,
3: revolutionary in mm-hmm. other
0: respects. Mm-hmm. Uh, how is that different from all the the, the worldly revolutions that we've talked about? John? You
3: know, um, I like what Sebastian just said before the break. Mm-hmm. He was talking about how the revolution that Jesus brought, you know, is in the heart and it continues to this day throughout the, you know, generations. And so when we look at uh, you, Matthew six thirty-three, it says, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and all, and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. So that means if I, you know, I've, if I connect with God, which is what we've been talking about, you know, God educates us, educates us through uh, communion with him, when we connect with him, when we surrender, um, a transformation, a revolution takes place in our hearts mm-hmm. um, That's you know, you can call it redemption because it is, you, you are being freed from the worldly ways of doing things and you are now uh, turned around, revolution, uh, to, to, to connect and face God and living for Him and with Him and then all these things of the earth, you know, will be taken care of all the issues that you have to deal with, mm. all the problems. Um, they're not necessarily all solved, but uh, God is now guiding you in, in how to make change uh, in, in, in this situation. It's not just, uh, we, we're talking about, you know, worldly v- ways versus God's way. Um, you are now um, using Christ's method to, to penetrate and influence this world mm-hmm. uh, for good. You know, mm-hmm.
4: Justin, one of the other differences there between worldly revolutions and God's, is that they were trying to conquer land God is trying to conquer hearts and That's people. Right. Mm. right. So through my conversion point. to mm-hmm. the fact that every revolution whenever they take over they always establish mm-hmm. a new system of education mm-hmm. right to make sure that the next generation is adhering to their principles mm-hmm. that feed to their kingdom mm-hmm. so here when Christ comes along he's like my concept of developing you has nothing to do with these things I'm trying to conquer your heart and mm-hmm. through that conquering when I surrender to Jesus, I become an annexation into the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. And now his kingdom is not about the land and borders right. and breaking down the walls of this particular empire. It's about the fact that I won in your heart, and ultimately I'm going to bring this message mm-hmm. to all the world. And mm-hmm. now you become an agent of the revolution the moment you become an annexation right. into the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And the way God does it is through the means of love. Like, he does not force himself upon us. He yes. says... Here, I show you my love, you know, through all the ways that we talk about in this quarter. You mm-hmm. know, of course, Christ on the cross is, you know, the, the, the biggest, you know, revelation of his love. But he, he brings the revolution about through love and not through force. And then he says, through the same means of love, I want you to conquer the world for me. Yeah. I think that
0: is has been that that just needs to be so underscored mm-hmm. in our postmodern context. We're wondering, you know, I don't see God. I don't see. I don't see where He is. I don't see the evidence. Mm. Why doesn't He just show Himself and <laughs> force Himself and just kind of show this, you know, this theatrical masterpiece? Yeah. And boom, I'm like, all right, well, you're real, and then I'll just submit. Like, mm-hmm. and that's just so antithetical to the heart of God. Yes. Yeah. God, His primary mode is love, mm-hmm. and through love He uses conversion. And I just, if we were to I just need to like simplify, and for the boil, the primary for the primary um, medium mm-hmm. by which God. You mentioned he, he wants hearts mm-hmm. and in some way that kinda of sounds you know like fuzzy wuzzy. Like what does that mean he wants? Hearts. Like does he want like what is that? And so like if he wants me to obey, he doesn't say, You better obey or you're gonna, I'm gonna you're gonna burn forever and that right. is a incorrect picture of God's heart as well. 100%. Right. But he says, I will give you the Holy Spirit and somehow, magically, and you know, I, I use the word magically, I don't use it in the word in a <laughs> Disney magic way, but it's just in a in a way that we just don't understand. Something yeah. happens. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Whereas that which I did not like before, now yes. out of out of all reason, I am just attracted to right. that which is holy and good and yes. pure. Yes. And whatever you've yeah. been born again. Whereas the yeah. other side is, we don't care what are, you think. We don't yeah. care what you're. You will do it conform, and we and, and, yeah. and conform. We will. You either have to pay taxes or yes. we're going to put you to rest. We're going to kill you. You better do it. And out of fear and out of force, you submit. Right. And these are the two forces in the universe yep. that are fighting against each other. Yes, right. These are the revolution. This is the war that we're in. Yeah. Amen.
2: Ultimately, it boils down to that concept of what you've already expressed, Justin. That that there's love for self or love for God mm-hmm. and others. You know, and and upon these two principles, either you, you w- we fall under either one of these. Mm-hmm. You know, the system of education is a selfish system of education. I mean, that's the bottom line is that we are educated in the world society today so that we can make more money, so that we can live good lives, so that we can pass that on to our children, Mm -hmm. so that we don't have to suffer. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the the case of Christ, the opposite is true. Mm -hmm. And He makes these crazy demands on us. You know, like, for example, here in Matthew 6, you know, He asks such a radical question. Isn't life more than food and body more than clothing? The answer is no. Life is not more than that. (laughs) You know, that's actually
0: the epitome of life for the majority of the world.
2: That's what life is all about. And so the fact that he says life is more than this is in itself a radical claim. And it's like, how could you say that, Jesus? Mm -hmm. And that claim would be um, insane. It would be an insane claim if we do not have the 12 lessons that establish the fact that Jesus is radical. Mm -hmm. I created you because I love you. My whole point in creating you was to have communion with you. Mm -hmm. You messed up. At creation, I give you every single gift necessary to reach this ideal. You messed it up what am I going to do? Am I going to take that away from you? Am I going to change you? Am I going to get rid of you? No, I'm going to leave the ideal the same and I'm going to still empower you to do that. Why will you empower me to do that so that you can do that? You know, and it's like mm-hmm. Jesus never changes mm-hmm. his yes. approach. He never he, he remains the same. And yet at the same time, yes. he modifies to help us get to where we're at. Mm-hmm. And this is, it's an incredible thing because ultimately Jesus is trying to tell us He's saying it is through the means of love that you become like me. And the more we realize that, the more we understand that, the more we become like him, the more this world now and in the future will benefit from his blessings.
0: Mm -hmm. And and in that respect, my reaction to that is that that love Mm -hmm. is quite foreign. Uh It is something that I I don't understand. As much as my parents love me, as much Mm -hmm. as I love my children and my wife, that is on a different wavelength altogether. Very, It's more attractive, <laughs> right. but, but more foreign at the same time. Yeah. It is sorry.
3: No, it's fine. I was just going to underscore that. It's, it's just so beautiful. Jesus mm. is bringing out, he's saying, you know, seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. His righteousness is love. Right. He, he's he's saying the point of my education, that's what God is saying, is through love, make you a person of love so that you can love. Yeah. That's the point. And, and so it's so radically different to everything that this world has to offer to the system of sin, which is all selfishness and, you know, and force, as you were saying. So I, I just love how we bring, how, the, how this is coming out in this scripture. But here. to take it
4: even deeper, right, that God is not just going to make you a being, a person of love. Yes. He wants you to get to the point where it's your nature. Yes,
3: exactly. Right, that if
4: you take no measures to stop it, this is what you will do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Versus right now, if you don't educate your children to love and be unselfish, they will be selfish. Yes. Yeah. Right, if you don't take any measures to groom a person, to give them manners and Mm -hmm. understand, put another person first, respect people, understand how relationships influence situations, Mm -hmm. emotional intelligence, you're going to find out the hard way, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, as, you know, my mom would always say in Jamaican culture, if you can't hear, you must feel. (laughs) So just because you're not listening, well, guess what? You're going to feel and you're going to learn, right? right. And so for a lot of people, they learned the principles of true education by experience right it's like wow i need to be more emotionally aware i need to be more empathetic Well, it's like yeah those are god's principles from the beginning mm. and that's where god wants to take us is love is my natural tendency yes that's where he's trying to take me my first impulse is to be unselfish and to yeah. love mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if we can yeah sorry go
0: ahead. Yo, let's go transition to matthew 13. okay yeah matthew yeah. 13 and uh i mean this is a compilation of many parables and I want to ask you, what are more vignettes that we see this kingdom of heaven from this chapter 13? I think
2: what, what, I, what I love about Matthew 13 is that it, it gives to us the means by which Christ accomplishes His revolution. Okay. And I love how... I, I, I understood this parable differently before. When, I, when we think about agriculture or planting... Which, which parable? Uh, the parable of the, of the seed sower. Oh,
0: okay, see, okay. Mm-hmm.
2: The, the first few verses there. Okay. When we think about sowing seed, um, you know, we even talk about the precious seed, right? This, it, it, we, 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 we save these very special seeds and we plant them one by one and we really hope and we invest all of our energy in those hoping that these will produce fruit. Mm-hmm. But Jesus here says he goes and he scatters seed, almost scattering seed without discrimination With the understanding that it's going to fall by the wayside, it's going to fall by tough soil and so forth and so on. Mm. And the revolution of Jesus Christ, the way, in other words, the way the best expression of the love of God is found in the Word of God. Mm -hmm. And that's how Jesus establishes this revolution, this is why the Word of God is the crucial component to Adventist education or to any education that we're seeking, mm. whether it's through institutional or whether it's personal. Mm. But here it says, Jesus establishes his revolution through the Word of God. Mm. The Word of God is more than just a awesome book to read or an interesting book. It, the purpose of the book is God's intentional, and he's saying, look, I'm going to change who you are mm. by implanting this seed mm. and by allowing this seed to take fruit in your life and grow. And when we think about love, love is a force, Mm -hmm. you know, contrary to what we think about Jesus. It is a force. It's just a different kind of force. Mm -hmm. And I I saw a picture once that really impacted me where in the middle of a road, you have this very feeble looking root springing through asphalt. Mm -hmm. And that's the power of a seed. Mm -hmm. It's dead. It looks feeble. You can literally go out there and pluck it out. Yet it's got so much force that it's able to push through asphalt mm-hmm. and and grow. And this is the kind of power mm-hmm. that Jesus is talking about. It blew me away, right? Because Jesus' word makes us feeble, it makes us it makes us feeble in certain ways. It may you know the world looks at us, you get beaten up, you suffer, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yet at the same time, in that weakness you find strength perfected. Mm-hmm and the Christ-likeness of God revealed in the most
4: powerful of all ways, mm-hmm. through death.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Amen. Amen.
4: I think the building off of this parable and into, you know, verse 31, where he talks about the kingdom verse of heaven is like... 31? Oh, chapter 13? Yeah, chapter mm-hmm. 13. 31? And he says, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seeds. Mm. But when it is grown is greater than the herbs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. Mm -hmm. And so there's also the component that the kingdom of heaven is not about majority. It's not about looking huge, right? And this revolution of how God accomplishes his work doesn't start large. It doesn't start with a bang, right? It starts with a small seed, Mm -hmm. yet it's the least of all of them but it grows so much larger than the other ones mm-hmm. that may have much larger seeds mm-hmm. in terms of their beginning. Mm-hmm. And so when you, when you take what Israel's talking about with the principle of love being implanted in the heart, that's exactly what we crave from God and that's what we crave out of life. Is some principle in our lives that is allows us to break through the concrete that seems to hold us back in every situation of life. Mm-hmm. But if there's, there, if there's a principle that's gonna cause me to overcome insecurity mm-hmm. or to overcome the glass ceiling or to push through whatever societal, you know, restrictions I feel are on my life. It is the power of love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can see a person that out of love, I will break through. Mm-hmm. I will persist. I will persevere. I will keep coming. I will keep knocking. I will keep going because of love. Yes. But for money, you will go a different direction. Mm-hmm. For, some, for power, you'll find a different way. But only love will say, not only will I keep pursuing the aim, I will keep pursuing it this way. Mm -hmm. And I will never choose a false way. I will never choose a selfish way Mm -hmm. or a vainglorious way in order to accomplish my
3: aim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, one thing as we come to a close, you know, uh, of this quarter is that the powerful, all these powerful lessons that we have gained is to see that God works uh, through His Word as He speaks life and love into our lives. He does it, you know, primarily through His Word. You were talking about the seed. This is why I love this show and this Bible studies that we're doing is because through the Word of God when we really spend time with it It will transform us. Mm -hmm. It will bring love into our lives, uh, you know as we as we engage with it in faith and it will make us agents of love mm-hmm. in this world. Mm-hmm. And I just I'm just so blessed by the study. I just wanna mm-hmm. just praise God for amen. this. You know? amen. amen, amen.
0: We want to encourage you all to stay in the verse. As Jonathan said, this is the transformative agent by which our lives are changed to become part of the revolution of Jesus Christ. We want to say thank you for joining us these last 13 weeks in the study of education. It has been a blessing to me. It has been a blessing to my brothers here and my sister, and hopefully a blessing to you. We'll see you next week when we look at the topic of the Book of Romans. God bless you. We'll see you.
1: You've been listening to Inverse a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams Israel Ramos Jonathan Walter Sebastian Braxton Siku Daco and your host Justin Kim Inverse is brought to you by the Hope Channel television that changes lives For this and more inspiring episodes visit inverse.hopetv.org Find us on social media hashtag Inverse Bible Until next time This is Inverse.